previously on Bacon Sale. Let's get it started in here. Mr. I am. I hope we didn't offend you with our discussion about your songs. Do wanna hate on us? Uh, Do be envious? Uh, I know why they hating on us. Let's just calm down and talk about this. There's no need for fighting or weapons. Fergie, calm the other members of the Black Eyed Peas down. I'ma start some drama. You don't want no drama. Come on, Black Eyed Peas. Where's the love? Let's burn the roof. Not the equipment! Take one take it's season nine. Wow, we are back. Thank you for joining us for season nine. Mercy of Joel, Bacon Sale. Joel, I'm a little concerned your voice is just gonna stay that way. It may for <laughs> all of the, the season. Whole thing. My throat is actually not here with me today. I I hope to bring it, but uh, we got through most of that, right? <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah. Hey uh, guys, just to let you know, I'm sure everyone was a little worried we had a month off because, well. Our equipment was busted. We had a fight. But yeah. But but we did end up winning the battle against sure, Black Eyed Peas. Wait, wait, which one? The fighting battle or the rap battle? Both. Yeah, true. Zach laid down some sick beats. Crazy. That I'm, was amazing. I'm the hip hop apotamus. <laughs> My lyrics are bottomless. <laughs> the Black Eyed Peas came in. I guess we offended him a little bit. A little bit. But we said their song was the worst. It was it is. Once again, Zach, I think you impressed them because after the fight, we actually did get signed on to their record label. It's so true. It's true. Yeah. Look forward They're to like, that. Wait a minute. You know every lyric to My Humps? Well, let's talk some more. And they also admitted it was a terrible song. But look forward to our album of poorly sung songs in 2032. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got, we got to work on it. Yeah. We got to, you know, we yeah a little sure. bit. Got some Production. We're artists. Okay. Yeah. We can't be There's rushed. a lot of falsetto layers. And okay. Kent. I mean, how did it end up going with Fergie? You guys went out a couple times, you right? No, not as Fergalicious as advertised, honestly. Oh. <laughs> so it didn't last very long. About a month and a half. It never does. Month yeah. and a half. <laughs> We've been going up for a month. <laughs> Math is not our strong point. Nope. But podcasting is because this is Bacon Sale. I'm yeah. Joel. Woo. I'm Kent. And I'm Zach. And we want to welcome you once again to season nine. We do, by the way, have a patron who joined us over the really? break. Dur- over the break, Emily Ellis. Welcome, is, Emily. Is a tier one patron, but a tier three level, of course. So, tier one yeah. Patron. Yeah, we enjoy her. But thank you, Emily. Thank you for, for joining us and being part of the patrons who got to see. Uh, we, we did a preseason Pacon bit. Mm-hmm. We did. But uh, as is tradition, 
for Bacon Cell. Our first episode of the season mm-hmm. is a look back. And not at, at Bacon Cell like we did on we the pat, series. We pat ourselves on the back on the last episode of every season. Yes. And we pat movies on the back and on the rear. Um, what? Because uh-huh. some are, some are in trouble. Game. Some of them are in yeah. trouble. Yes. They're saying. But we, we look back at the movies that were. Yes. Um, uh, for example, I just have some quick stats here. Go oh. on. Uh, the, numbers, the number of movies I reviewed in 2022 yeah. was 202. Oh, wow. 202 movies. And those, those ones, I, they don't count ones I didn't rank, like I've already seen and watched them again. I'm pretty sure there's not even that many days in a year. <laughs> Once uh, again, math. Math, not our strong point. Sure. Uh, the first movie I watched in 2022, Emma, period. Okay. From, you know, on, yeah, on, on Killer Joy. Joy. Uh, the oh, last. Oh, oh, I know. The last new movie I watched in 2022 was Bullet Train. Oh, okay. Yes. And my I, the new score for this year, my average score for movies in 2022 was 3.9 stars. That's huge. It's average. I do feel like huh. last year... Joel's really positive. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Yeah, mo- most movies start around a three. Like I'm like, you know what? You made a movie. Good for you. You start at the three. Sure. But then you know, it may lower or raise depending on that. But honestly, I felt like last year was kind of a disappointment in movie watching. Hey, everyone knows this. <laughs> well, this is a fact. Overall, similar yes. to ShowtimeShowdown.com, where it's either this is the best Marvel movie I've ever seen, C. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is the worst comedy I've ever seen, C. Sure. Uh, this is an okay DC movie. See, yeah, yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> everything's average. But we're going to, uh, as is tradition, once again, look at the movies you watched last year, and we're going to give you, our, the listener, our top five and our bottom five. Starting with the bottom. Starting with the bottom because we like to, you know, little leave, pat leave on, on the bottom. Note. Yeah, this is the pat, the pat on the bottom. Uh-huh, that's what Zach said. I'm just following his lead. He, I don't think he said pat on the bottom. I think he said pat on the rear, rear which is rear. much more appropriate. Uh, yes. Okay. How dare you? We don't say bottom. <laughs> can we can so? say you're family friendly. Are we just saying directions now at this point? Basically. <laughs> okay. Starboard. No. No. That's. <laughs> That's dirty. Yep. Uh, <laughs> now I will say, stubborn's dirty. I'll, I'll, I've missed you guys. Welcome back. I'll warn you, listener. Um, I am not going to play this episode. I will comment if I've seen the uh, movie. You saw movies though. Well, right? I saw. We're doing a, a top five, bottom five. Yeah. I've seen about seven movies. <laughs> I blame my infant son. That's a little less than two hundred two, according to my math. Generally speaking, again, math not a strong suit on yeah. bacon sale. Yeah. Come. For the knowledge. Were they new movies or were they just movies from all time? Because um, Joel is picking movies I from don't, all time. I, I legitimately have no idea. Uh, if you My New listened, Year's resolution is to log what I've actually watched. Nice. <laughs> Letterboxd. I'm doing it. What? Joel just advertised for Letterboxd. <laughs> I'm on Letterboxd. Uh, no, uh, if you haven't listened to these types of episodes before, we're looking back at the movies of 2022. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kent uh, sticks to the to the the, the regimen of only movies released in yeah, calendar year. Calendar year, the movies that were released during that year, he mm-hmm. counts. Unless he wants to fudge that a little bit and say, oh, this one was released in 20, 2021 at Sundance. But then wide release wasn't until 2022. See, at that counts. also counts. Right. Whereas I just say, if I saw it for the first time last year, mm-hmm. that is that could count for my movies I watched in 2022. Right. There we go. Easy as that. I mean, you're going to get a hard time, like always. Never. But you've people, explained it every I mean, year. Did you notice all the all the people on Twitter who started doing this early? They were using my method. I will say, what? I think I've been beaten down over the years, and I think Joel's right. What? It's the first time you've seen it. It's a new movie. It's my you? personal 2022. So it's all the, the silent movies that Zach saw this past year, he's not going to bring any of those in the seven. Oh yeah, I watched ten <laughs> silent again, movies. Maybe list the movies you see, Zach. <laughs> Okay, so we're starting with the worst with first, the worst. right? Yes. I'll go first, okay. if you don't mind. Yeah. 
Uh, because I, I also want to point this out. The average year for my worst movies, meaning I took all five of them and then divided those by five, mm-hmm. is 1996. Pretty recent for you. It's not actually. <laughs> Uh, but my number five worst movie that I watched last year comes from 2001, and it's Super Troopers. What? Have you guys seen Super Troopers? Uh, no, I'm not talking ABBA songs. Listen, when it's late at night. No. It's got an audience. No. Um, yeah. An audience of like vitamin deficient cave dwellers. So they, oh, have, a, so they, they have a certain <laughs> smell about them. Like they just went to a 311 concert. <laughs> So if you don't know, Super Troopers, I'll give the synopsis That's here. also a 1996 reference. Five Vermont state troopers, <laughs> avid pranksters with a knack for screwing up, try to save their jobs and outdo the local police department by solving a crime. And this is essentially, there's a, there's a comedy group called The Broken Lizard. Yeah. And it's these group of comedians who got together and decided to make a movie. And I'm so mad at you, right, Meow? Stop. Stop. Why? I don't like That's a any, funny joke for a little this bit. This was an awful movie. It is terrible. It, it, it only cost them $3, three million to make, and it made $23 million. Yeah. That's disgusting. No, it's a cult classic for sure. But I think everyone who told me Super Troopers was funny should be arrested and thrown in jail. <laughs> this is not... I, don't, I didn't laugh once during this entire Not even one time. Excessively crude and crass movie. I did watch it edited. This is a team of friends. This is like you and your improv group making a movie and that we, you find is funny. And we've done that. And I tell you what, they're not funny to other people. And I know that. That's why we didn't okay. release them. Yeah. But it is... When you make a movie, Kent... Especially when making a comedy, it's important to make at least one character likable, not one likable character. Every everyone in this movie is just stupid and and terrible. This is a series of sloppy, half baked sketches. I was actively rooting uh, against the so called protagonist by the end. I wanted them all okay. to fail and just. Were you a fan of Reno Nine One One? I've only seen clips. I've never actually watched full really? episodes. But the clips I've watched, I do enjoy of that. Okay. That's one of the reasons I kind of went, oh. It's kind of the same comedy feel. Nah, I was going to say, Reno 9 smarter. Smarter comedy okay. than Super Troopers. This movie committed aggravated assault on my brain. Oh, mercy. I Come on. hated Super Troopers. And I, I wanted to like it. I was like, oh, this will be a fun comedy. Yeah. This will be great. But these like, I had a hard time even believing that they're supposed to be cops. Yeah. But I did not for one moment believe they were actually But they're highway troopers. That's the joke, right? They're the lesser cops, they say. I guess. But Brian Cox is in the movie? He shouldn't have been. (laughs) He did not. He did. I felt bad. He was in it. I feel bad for everyone in this movie. It's terrible. These are bad movies. You got anything else? Nope. Move on. Move on. (laughs) I hate super troopers. Kent. All right. My number five was from 2022. Uh, Of course it was. You don't have to say that. You wouldn't think so because it's a remake of an old horror film that has 19 other sequels. It's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Which this, one? The newest one. Oh, it's 2022. This That's one right. is just called, not even the, it's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. They, oh, so it goes they to the took Suicide away, Squad. They, uh, Justin Timberlake came on and he said, yeah, and he said, he remove, the, remove the, the the. Yeah, it's just Texas oh, Chainsaw. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the sexy back. <laughs> I was like, where are you going with no, this? No, he didn't bring the sexy back to Texas Chainsaw. So this, the synopsis is, after 48 years of hiding, Leatherface returns to terrorize a group of idealistic young friends who accidentally disrupt his carefully shielded world in a remote Texas town. 
So this is a direct sequel to the original The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and it's trying a Halloween 2018 sort of thing. Which wasn't a bad reboot. Uh, it wasn't a bad reboot. That singular Halloween movie. Halloween was, yeah. Yeah. And I could talk about Halloween Ends, and I may kind of briefly talk about it. But this is a worse movie than Halloween Ends, as bad as that is, because this is trying to be a modern-day horror movie. And I, it's trying to be in on the joke, but it's not. Because this is a modern-day Gen Z cast. Mm. And let's just say Leatherface walks into a bus full of kids, and he has his chainsaw ready to go. And by kids, I mean late teens. Okay. And they all are pointing their cameras at him going, you can be on my TikTok. Oh, this is going to be awesome. They say, don't hurt us or we'll cancel you. And then he chops them all up. And you're like, oh, I didn't like them anyways. But that the dialogue is just that bad. That sounds terrible. It's... That's like Super Troopers level bad. uh, Yeah, a little bit. Probably more laughs than Super Troopers. Leatherface to head over to the Super Troopers (laughs) set for a bit? Don't give my diz. They're going to make that movie now. (laughs) Uh, But this was meant to be a theatrical release, but every test screening they had, and it's... There's a low bar for horror movies. but It the, wasn't released in theaters? No, uh, they were all disasters. And so Netflix bought it, released it this past February. And so February. Was, Woo. I know. Good it's time for movies, time. as we know. And I think the series works because the creepy family more than Leatherface. Mm-hmm. And this doesn't have that whatsoever. He's just one element of that creepy yeah. family. He's like a super powered monster with a chainsaw in this one. And it's so bad. Do not watch it. Okay. I don't plan to. Okay. Good. Joel? My number four is kind of in the same vein as that, Kent, because uh, my, uh, my pick comes from the 70s, All right. which is when Texas Chainsaw Massacre came out. And it also features a facial uh, head-like focus, like Leatherface. Mm-hmm. Mine's a racer head. Oh, for the uh, David Lynch show. For our David Lynch show. Uh, we had a guest, though, and you have to be nice. And I know, but I'm sorry, Andrew. I, Eraserhead made my worst list because, uh, well, the synopsis, if you didn't listen to our David Lynch show, Henry Spencer tries to survive his industrial environment, his angry girlfriend, and the unbearable screams of his newly born mutant child. And we did talk about this in episode 358, Lynchian Dynamics. This is such an experimental film. Yeah. Like, it, that's, I, know, I know that's what they're going for. I went to many film festivals in college, many of them. Yeah. Because I was a film student, and I, w- I would go there, and some of the movies I would highly enjoy, and other ones I w- I'd be like, what are they thinking? I, and I, said, I think I said this on the episode, I wish I could ra- erase Eraserhead from my mind. I, but it's a nightmare, though, like put to film. Which Why would I want to watch a nightmare? <laughs> the story is completely senseless. There really is no story. It's just camera angles and mood. Yeah. You're going after the cult favorites on this show already. Yeah. Oh, yes. And this one, is, mm. it's mind-numbingly slow. It was I, There was one part where I just went, how did the actors, like, did they really feel stupid after filming this scene? Because it felt like, if I was in that room, I'd be like, what, what am I doing with my life? Yeah. If I were there. Free lunch. This, That's this, what they got. It's a, I think it's a, it honestly is. And it was a student film that then he made, David Lynch made back then. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's definitely feels like a student film, but it is just terrible. I don't recommend. And I, I kept seeing this on lists of like, oh, great surrealist horror, you know, mind bending horror. And I was like, okay, a little creepy. This could be fun. Yeah, but if you're an out there film student, I think you should watch this. If you're an out there film student, you probably also like Tree of Life. You probably do. Just saying. Yeah. Beautiful camera angles are fine. Mm-hmm. Interesting visual effects, fine. Alien I babies. I like story. I like acting. This had neither. I get that. So it's rude. Eraserhead 1977. Not a fan. Number four, Kent. Deep Water. I talked about this one early last year. That's this a is, fun one with LL Cool J. Uh, that's Deep Blue Sea, Deepest Bluest. My head is like a shark. Isn't a that the one man. with uh, uh, Kirsten? No, no, it's the one. This has Anna de Armas and Ben Affleck. Oh, oh 
There you go. A well-to-do husband who allows his wife to step, step out, out in order to avoid a divorce becomes a prime suspect in the disappearance a of step her out. lover. Ben Affleck. I like him. Deep, deep Anna Darmus. Anna Darmus. I like her. This was a movie released straight to Hulu because there's a lot of movies that I think were made. Because that's a good sign. Right. Well, Prey came out on Hulu. Prey Tell, what is that? Yeah, it's a Predator movie. Yeah, Yeah, I get it. But yeah, so when movies weren't very good or delayed throughout the pandemic, streaming services said, we'll buy it and we'll just put it out there and hope people will watch it or don't watch it because this movie is so so bad. But when does Kristen Stewart come in? Uh, there is no Kristen Stewart. What are no? you talking about? She's not in that with like a helmet on and she's she's diving. Of deep water. Oh, it's underwater. Underwater. There you go. That's a good movie, though. So that's the difference. So this movie's super weird. Basically, Anadarmus plays crazy and Ben Affleck plays a would-be killer. I spoiled this one when I did a pick and bit review. You did. Yeah. Uh, and I immediately forgot. Yeah, so. as you should. But uh, Ben Affleck's character, he's a snake. Or Sorry, he's a, not a snake. He's a <laughs> snail. He's a snail handler. What? Even weirder, okay? And uh, Wait, by the way, I don't, I, remember, I, I don't remember you telling that before. He's a snail I'm pretty handler? Sh- pretty sure this is a setup to a Property Brothers episode. <laughs> <laughs> Their Probably. budget is $1.2 million. <laughs> His garage is a snail home. And so uh, on IMDb trivia, it says, according to a snail wrangler, that's a job. He was impressed by Ben Affleck's ability to accurately handle and examine them. 110 out of 118 found that interesting. <laughs> and by the way, the deep water in this movie, it's its a river, and it only goes about to Ben Affleck's chest. So like Blue Lagoon at Lagoon. You know, oh, this is no, there's no deep water here. Hmm. You can't hide bodies in this deep water. I think they made it because they were dating. They're like, let's make a movie. They were dating? I forgot yeah, they were dating. They were dating. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Man. So bad things came from their relationship. <sighs> yep. Okay. Number three, Joel. I shouldn't have watched it. I knew any of these. No, I'm just saying I knew going into this one, it was going to be bad. I'd seen others in the franchise and uh, Mm. some of them I enjoyed. Mm. This one I knew was bad and I knew I wasn't going to enjoy it. Friday the 13th. But it somehow made it its way to YouTube TV and I found an edited version of it. And even though I was like, "Ah, I'm not going to like it. I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll get some laughs out of this. I didn't. It's scary movie. Number one. 2000. The original? The original. You're picking on the 2000s right now. Come on. Dude. So, okay, uh, Joel, synopsis. I saw this when I was uh, perverted back in the day. And, uh, <laughs> back in the day? <laughs> no, I'm right there with you. I hated it. I hated it. And I love Scream, right? And I'm like, cool, let's see a parody of a parody of mo- scary movies, right? Yeah. It's I, horrible. I like So overly crass. Well, and here's the thing. I liked Scary Movie 3. Yeah. Uh, that was the first one I ever saw. Two's okay. I haven't watched it because one was so bad. Yeah. I even like four, kind of. Oh. Yeah. I mean, it that's is. That's like epic movie quality. Now that I keep thinking about the movie, it's pretty crass. So, yeah. well, that's the thing. So here it is. A synopsis. A year after disposing the, of the body of a man they accidentally killed, which is, you know, I know what you did last summer, mm-hmm. a group of dumb teenagers are stalked by a bumbling serial killer who looks like uh, Ghostface. Yes. And this hat, this is directed by Keenan Ivory Wayans, uh, who directed White Chicks. Mm-hmm. And he's on Living Color. Are you going to mess with White Chicks next? I haven't seen it. Uh, I don't want you to watch it anymore. <laughs> but it stars Anna Faris and Carmen Electra and Shannon Elizabeth. Like, I mean, there's a bunch of people in there. Regina Hall. Like, Damon Wayans. You know, Sherry O'Terry is in this, which yeah. is weird. But I, man, this was, I, I, my review says, watching Scary Movie is like being in the car with a terrible driver. Every time this movie had a chance to do something clever, they just veered into the crudeness lane instead. Mm -hmm. True. Every time. Every character is one-dimensional. They have one joke, and they do it the entire time. Yep. That's the stoner. He's going to be the stoner the entire time. No growth. 
No character development. Nothing. And I didn't really expect that with Scary Movie, but I expected to laugh. Mm -hmm. But they don't go for clever. They go for gross-out humor every at, at its worst every single time. And you saw it on YouTube again. TV, so you saw it edited. I saw it edited. Be thankful. Yes. I, I can only imagine some of the parts when it suddenly cut, and I'm like, I know yeah, what's probably gross. happened there. It is an immature, perverse, offensive waste of time. <laughs> Do not watch Scary Movie. It, I, I honestly did not go to... I had Scary Movie 2 queued up next in YouTube yeah, like TV. Yeah, I can't do it. I did. I got rid of it. Yeah. So I'm like, no. It's for the best. And then I, I watched... I don't, I, I'll watch Scary Movie 3 again, but it'll always have the stink of Scary Movie on it. Don't watch Scary Movie. Ever. Can't. All right. My number three is Disney's Pinocchio. Oh, oh. oh, with Tom Hanks? Yeah. Tom Hanks being the only part that's not CG. A puppet is brought to life by a fairy who assigns him to lead a virtuous life in order to become a real boy. Spoiler alert, five, six, seven, eight. He never becomes a real boy. I remember you saying that. That was like at the end, it's like, maybe. Yeah, it's like, that's a story for another time. That's Joseph Gordon-Levitt as Jiminy Cricket. This movie ruins the legacy. No, that was Maz Kanata in Star Wars. <laughs> the Force Awakens. Okay, thank you, Zach. Remember when we got that story in The Last Jedi and it was really amazing? Ah, so no, good. Didn't happen. Man, that's really sad. Pinocchio is a masterpiece, the original. And there's two Pinocchio movies this year, which is weird. I think there might well. have been three, little, actually. little Twitter winner. There's one with John there, Heater, right? No, it's not John Heater. It's Polly Shore. Polly that's Shore. The, but John Heater's in it. He's the, he's the horse. You watch the trailer. It's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Disney's one is one of their worst. And, you know, their live action remakes aren't good anyways. No. And it's it's bottom of the barrel. Did this, it? Did it? Oh, this was really streaming. This, didn't this was theaters. really streaming. And it misses the point about uh, Pinocchio having a conscience mm -hmm. or telling lies. It ruins everything. Root beer is now bad and can turn you into a donkey. And then the smoke <laughs> monsters from Lost come and get you. It's painful to watch. I'll never watch this again. It's probably second only to The Lion King as far as quality goes. I still haven't seen that. The movie that the made live like action. $2 billion. Please, yeah. Whenever we say these movies, can, can I just put a plea out there mm -hmm. to listener and to here at the table Go on. at the Baking Cave? When we reference these movies, please just add live action to the front of them. Yeah. Because Please. it drives me nuts when I have to talk about movies and that people have to wonder, oh, Lion King, which one are you talking about? Mm -hmm. That's why I just, everyone Am I knows. complaining about it? It's the new one. Am I praising it? It's the old one. Yeah. Or just say live action out of the Even the, though the they're remakes. always animated, but there's the new one and the and old the one. And the classics just yes. get their original title. Yes. There's my plea. So Pinocchio. Pinocchio. Live three. action Pinocchio. Yes. After all that, you totally forgot that I said say live action. Yeah. Again. Live action Pinocchio. Thank you. By the Black Eyed Peas. Number three. <laughs> Joel. Number two. Number two is my own fault. It sounds like all of these are your fault as well, you went and sought them out. This was one where I was not liking where the franchise was heading. And yet I persevered. If that's what you can do when you're doing something stupid. <laughs> Go because on. I watched all the child's play movies this last <laughs> Halloween. Miserable experience. Hold on. Do you want to guess which one was my least? One, two, three. Okay. Then they deviate and there's uh, Bride of Chucky, Seed of Chucky. It's Seed of Chucky. It is absolutely it's Seed, seed of, Chucky. of Chucky. 2004's Seed of Chucky. Yeah. So the, the Child's Play, we may talk about Child's Play down the road sometime. Do have but to? I don't want to. But I don't want to have watched these movies for nothing, Kent. <laughs> so Seed of Chucky. I'll make it worth it. it you, what you need to know, I mean, you know Child's Play is about a killer doll named Chucky who's possessed with the soul of a killer. Yeah. First movie, I mean, none of them are great. No. First one is iconic. Yeah. Second one. Yes, in the same vein. Yeah, and they, they're in on the joke by yeah. the third one. But the third one, even that, there's some enjoyment there, even yeah. if it's not good. But then they take this hard left into crazy town when it comes to Bride of Chucky, and then Seed of Chucky just 
that they drove that car off the road. Yeah, they did. Uh, I should clarify. Here's the synopsis. Chucky and Tiffany, who are the two dolls now, are resurrected by their innocent, gender-confused daughter, Glenda, and hit Hollywood, where a movie depicting the killer doll's murder spree is underway. They try to go meta, mm-hmm. very meta in this movie. Honestly, with, with The Bride of Chucky, I thought the Child's Play franchise couldn't sink any lower, and I was wrong. Yeah. This is much lower. I, I made a mistake by watching this movie. It, it, it actually did start off semi-entertaining with the meta thing happening, where mm-hmm. it's like, we're filming a Chucky movie, but then the Chucky doll actually comes to life. Oh, that's kind of fun. A little confusing. Sure. I know they did that new nightmare, but sure. Yeah, yeah. Right. And this is like, but then it gets confusing as to, are they trying to be funny? Are they trying to be serious? Are they trying to be campy? Are they trying to be horror? Like it was not, it was, it's like this movie became a, a grotesque creature where I was horrified, but I couldn't take my eyes away. Yeah. And not even because like it was good kills or anything like no, that. No, but my jaw was open being like, are they really trying to go here? Uh-huh. But just the blood and gore and campiness, and keep in mind, I did watch it on TV as well. I still was like, this is a trashy horror flick. Yeah. It wants you to think it's in on the joke, but it is a joke. And then you watched two more sequels after that, right? I did. <laughs> 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 Once again, your fault. I, it's totally my fault. Yeah. I feel embarrassed for everyone was, who was involved with watching this movie. I feel embarrassed admitting that I watched it. This movie made me miss the original Child's Play trilogy. Yeah. And I don't even like those movies. <laughs> don't watch Seed of Chucky. It is a horrible, terrible waste of time. I am so grateful I did not give it. And this, this sounds a little maybe of a cheat, but... I'm so glad I did not give it my full undivided attention. Yeah. Because this was one of those, I'll put it on because I'm not happy about watching it in the background movies. And I still was just, it was a waste of time, even though I wasn't even giving it my full intention. Between this and Scary Movie, I think you had a bad October. It was a terrible October. <laughs> I'm sorry. I did not find any wow, that was awesome movies. Once again, you chose to watch these. I tried to find something that mm-hmm. I enjoyed. And you're you're going to do better this year. You must. Uh, we'll see. But yes, see to check terrible. Kent, number two. I think I'm happy I hate this one so much. I think when I saw it, I said, wow, I feel so vindicated. This Spider-Man is, 2? This is worse than I thought it would be. And it's Thor, Love and Thunder. Aye. Oh, wow, that got down the list. Thor enlists the help of Valkyrie, Korg, and his ex-girlfriend Jane Foster to fight Gore the God Butcher, who intends to make the gods extinct. This is directed by Taika Waititi, once again, who did Ragnarok, which pe- many people liked. And, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed Ragnarok. Yeah, you're considered one of the many people and Slack uh john yogel is that what you're calling me no no there's there's funny elements taika watiti he has a brand of comedy mm-hmm. and sometimes it works really well but then i think he just bought in his own brand so much that he's like hey jokes worked before in a thor movie great i'm gonna quadruple everything i did in the first one yeah. or that third one and he went way good. too far joel have you seen this one yeah yet? it's not good yeah it's bad. I mean, the screaming goats, like they haunt my nightmare still. If that's the best thing about your movie, because that was the, the only part I laughed at, I think it was like one time, goats. right? Well, it got to the point where it got funny again after Did being it? not funny. Like post ironic. But that's the best part. And I'm like, if screaming goats is the best part of your movie. Yeah. You're not doing a good job. And there's maybe a good plot somewhere in here, but they rush every storyline because you have Natalie Portman's Jane Foster coming back and becoming the mighty Thor. And how does that happen? No one really saw anything because Taika Waititi is so smug. He puts himself as Korg and Tessa Thompson as Valkyrie. When we don't care about those characters, you could have cut those two out and just 
shown us Thor and Jane Foster, and it could have been a complete movie. Is the reason this isn't your number one because of Christian Bale? No, I actually think it's worse because Christian Bell is so wasted. Mm. Because well, uh, he wasn't that high during the filming, was he? Um, what yeah, kind of wasted his eyes? He would have had. <laughs> he literally would have had to be to do this. Like, yeah, it's uh, it's like, mind numbing. And, and I think he was looking for a fun role that pays the bills. Mm-hmm. But this was not an acting triumph. He was basically thrown to the side for jokes, much like everything else in this movie. But fun fact: on the days they would film kissing scenes. Chris Hemsworth would abstain from meat because Natalie Portman is vegan. 643 out of 686 found that interesting. Uh, I absolutely so kind. hated this movie. I'd rather watch Pinocchio than I would Thor, Love and Thunder. Well, obviously, because you put that as number two. And then yeah, exactly. Number three. I, I too hated this movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, you gave, maybe lost all hope for the MCU after. This was the low point of phase four, uh, mostly because I didn't watch what She-Hulk. Is the low point <laughs> of Marvel. So, yeah, rough. So we got some honorable mentions. Yes, we do. Yeah, for, our, right for our bad category mm-hmm. here. Uh, for example, I have Bride of Chucky. No surprise there. <laughs> uh, Cabaret, 1972. I was doing a musical thing there. Did yeah. not enjoy it. Yep. St. Elmo's Fire, 1985. But it's in the song. Oh, fantastic soundtrack. Yeah. Awful movie. It's, it's so moody. Oh, it is like angst. Yeah. In, in like angst concentrate. <laughs> Uh, house Party with Kid and Play. Why did you watch that? Because I thought, you know, eh, Kid and Play. I remember them from way back when. I love that cartoon. <laughs> that movie is not a cartoon. That movie is like American Pie for But the physics 90s of Kid's hair is ridiculous. It is. Yeah. He actually, oddly, he actually had some actual acting happening in that movie, which was weird. Really? Yeah, it was weird. So there's a script. Okay. But the rest of the movie, trash. Yeah. And then uh, last, uh, Black Adam. Yeah. We know. Terrible. I, I didn't hate it as much as you did. I, I was I was surprised. I think I said in the review, I was shocked by how much I hated Black Adam. The movie that changed the power hierarchy in the DC universe the forever. That, <laughs> I mean, it did. The movie that killed Superman. <laughs> yeah, actually. Just saying. All right, my honorable mentions, Halloween Ends. Oh, yeah, you hated that one. No. It's not good. Sorry, bud. It's, it's a weird ending to this franchise. It's meant to be the ending ending, and it didn't even star Michael Myers. It's crazy. Hmm. Uh, don't Worry Darling. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, with, yeah. Uh, with uh, Harry Styles and uh, yeah, Florence Pugh. With, Thank you. With not Shia LaBeouf. Yes. Uh, yes. Well, actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. There's a lot of ego mm. in that movie, but no real acting. Morbius? I still haven't it's seen that. It's Morbin time. I but wish, is it funny? Is it, is it, no, here's the thing. Mo- I wish Morbius it. was bottom five bad, but it's just kind of bland. Mm. Just, it's poorly edited, and you're like, that's a bad performance, Jared Leto. But then you're like, eh, eh whatever. That's fine. That's stupid. So you, um, wish, you wish it was a little better? A little. A little better? No. <laughs> Morb, more better. More, 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 uh, better. <laughs> we're trying to go with Morbius puns. They've been done. Uh, Marry Me, which was Owen Wilson, Jennifer Lopez in a romantic comedy. Oh, it wasn't a fun throwback rom com? No, it was not. Dang it. And then uh, Lost City was more of a fun uh, throwback than. Are you giving Lost City in the bottom? No. Oh, okay. No, I have listeners who would, but no, I wouldn't. Yeah. And then The Monsters. The Monsters uh, succeeded what I it tried to be. Oh, you told no, me to watch that and I didn't. don't do it because your October would have been worse. Yeah. It just, Rob Zombie is not meant to make any movies. And this is one of them. So those are my honorable mentions. Okay. All right. Number one, Joel. The number one worst movie that I watched last year is my own fault. 
Hold on. I picture, so, you know, there's Clockwork Orange where they're like prying his eyes open. He has to watch yeah. bad movies. You're the one prying your eyes open to watch these movies. Kind of. Okay. But this was, and the worst part was, this was the final one of my Halloween season. All right. I got, I, and I've made a mistake for the past couple of years. The last day of Halloween after I get done with, you know, getting all the kids to bed and get everything done. I'm like, okay, my final horror movie of October. Let's watch something. And I failed the last couple of years. I just choose, I choose stinkers. Yeah. I knew this one was bad going into it, Kent. I knew it. But I love Blair Witch so much. Oh, no. I love the Blair Witch so much that I went, you know what? I have here book of, uh, on YouTube TV again, Book of Shadows, colon, Blair Witch 2. They don't even go Book of Shadows. Or, Wait, it's not Blair Witch 2, colon, Book of Shadows? It's Book of Shadows, colon, Blair Witch 2. Because it's not a Blair Witch movie. It's not. But here's a synopsis. A group of tourists arrive in Burkittsville, Maryland after seeing the Blair Witch Project Classic. to explore the mythology and phenomenon, only to come back face-to-face -face with their own neuroses and possibly the witch herself. Uh, this stars the guy from uh, Burn Notice, Jeffrey Donovan, <laughs> yeah. and that's about it. Uh, this came out in 2000, just over a year after the original. It is 90 minutes, which is nine minutes longer than the original. Uh, uh, it cost $15 million, which was 30 times the budget of the original. And it made $47 million, which is one-fifth as much as the original. Yeah, still too much money for that movie. This is, much like the title, Book of Shadows, Blair Witch 2, this movie does everything backwards. Yeah. it Instead of being this thrilling, horrifying, found footage movie, it's like a pseudo-intellectual fan-made fan fiction. Pseudo-made fan fiction. Yeah. It wandered so far off the path of what the first film was, it's almost unrecognizable as a sequel. Truly. Except for the well, audiences knew that at the time. By the way, you are picking on the year 2000, 2001 like crazy. Yeah, sorry. Uh, but yeah, this was all coming off the steam the of Razor the... Razorhead really brought down that average. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the average year. No 2022 on your list, by the way. None. None here. No. But yeah, people saw this movie back then and they were hoping for another amazing movie. Granted, the mystery was gone, right? The whole yeah. story of are they really dead? Oh. But when people saw this, they hated it just as much as you. Yeah. Yes. And, it, and it, it didn't bomb as much as I wanted it to, mm -hmm. but it's Word still... Word of mouth. Uh, first good weekend. It's hated. It. It's yeah. hated. Everyone hates this movie movie and i can see why because it is it tries to be so deep and it's editing it's cinematography but it's all pretentious and gratuitous and awful yeah man i got to the end of this movie and i was like that was the worst halloween season i've ever had as you can obviously tell i'm I so sad for you yeah it was a very it was a very sad time we're making me. a plan this year well i gotta watch just find better horror movies to watch well better movies in general please maybe just 2022 was since it was a bad year of movies released Maybe it was just, I was destined maybe to Maybe you could watch, watch movies it. from 2003 and 2004, and maybe they'll be better. Maybe. There's a lot of J-horror around that time. So <laughs> I do enjoy you're, you're eventually catching up. Yeah. But yeah, don't don't watch Blair, Book of Shadows, Blair Witch 2. Don't make the mistake, Joel did, kids. Don't do it. By forcing yourself to watch these movies on YouTube TV. This one was also another one where I was doing something else at the time. Like I, I actually was doing my uh, uh, Facebook quiz. Yeah. I was finishing that up. And so I had this on in the background as I was doing it. And I kept being like, Why? that's a little Why? bit of redemption right there. Because you weren't dedicating so much time no. to it. And that's because I knew it was going to be bad. And then it was it just completely underwhelmed me after knowing it was going to be bad. Yeah. Kent, what's your number one? My number one, I talked about this on a Pagan bit, but it's called The Bubble. The Bubble. This wasn't the old swimming pool in uh, Bountiful, Utah. That was a parody I made of The Village for Divine Comedy. Oh, well, that would have been more funny than this. I this so. is a Judd Apatow movie as well. And bubble, Judd Apatow, the bubble, the bubble. He, uh, he's a well-known but like less liked now than he was in the, the aughts. 
Uh, but it, the synopsis is, a group of actors and actresses stuck inside a pandemic bubble oh. at a hotel attempt to complete a film. That's right. And so you have a star-studded cast. We have Karen Gillan, Leslie Mann, Pedro Pascal, Keegan-Michael Key. Well, a lot of B-C listers, but still a lot of people in this movie. Wait, wait, was, was Pedro people, Pascal's face showing? Yes. People you've at least heard of. He's A-list when he has a helmet on. He's B-list when he doesn't. Hide that face. <laughs> Just like Carl Urban. Yeah. Always better yeah. unseen. Mm, I take that back. He's a handsome no. man. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Anyways, so this is one where, once again, it may have been two years too late or just should have never been released. It was released. You know, I mean, like none of us want to talk about how bad the previous two years were. And then this movie comes out and it's like, hey, remember how you hate celebrities? Man. Remember the Imagine video that came out? This is a whole movie where we're saying celebrities have it really rough. And that's kind of the joke. Like all these pompous people are stuck and they're trying to get away from this movie set and they have to take take a test every 30 minutes. But, but I've also heard that it's like, you know, pretty heavy handed and ham fisted and virtue signaling like the whole time. Yeah. Like it could have been funny yeah. making fun of that. But. Yes. But no, there's, there's nothing funny about it. And it also brings in Zoom cameos and their excuses. Hey, it's pandemic. But no, I'm sorry. This is probably filmed after. But like they're like, hey, here's Kate McKinnon. I have I have famous friends, Daisy Ridley, John Cena. Look at all my famous friends. And it's horrible. This is one where I every eight minutes on Netflix, I was like pausing. I'm like, it's almost done, right? It's almost done. Oh, when you had to check the time, that's I the worst. I had to check the time it, constantly. I, this one was pain for me. And no one should ever watch this. Netflix, uh, their stocks went down. I'm pretty sure it's because of this movie. Oh. <laughs> I don't know, but it should. Uh, they deserve to fail because they finance this. It's horrible. All right. Uh, Zach, Zach. Yeah. We've did been you, a little negative. Yeah. Uh, did you see any movies you didn't like? I mean, I didn't like Thor. Yeah. And it, this is, this is, I mean, I guess more of a. a, a you didn't like Nosferatu either. Symbol right? of the ear. The only uh, silent movie I didn't like was Nosferatu. And Rude. Shazam. I saw Shazam this oh, year. Oh, for the first time. And didn't like it. What? Yeah. I, I didn't like hate it. Like if I really, you know, it's no. It's the he's, yin he's to he's Black not, Adam's yin. Way better than he's all not a, uh He's not a Zachary Levi fan. That's right. Stop yeah. It. I love Zachary Levi. No, clearly you don't. I look like Zachary Levi. Um, no, I, I just didn't really care for it. I thought it totally was a mess. Hmm. It was both too scary and also too light. I wouldn't recommend watching with little kids. I'll tell you that much. No, for sure. Even then, it was totally fine. Um, it's just, I don't. Watch movies I know I'm not gonna like, guys. Just saying. You're on not you, even on the background. Must. No, no. I, I have precious time to watch movies, and I like vet them out before I watch them. Too bad. Now, occasionally, for like a challenge or something, yeah, we'll have to watch it. But honestly, biggest surprise of the year was how much I liked the silent movies that I watched. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thank you for that. Welcome. But I will admit, German expressionism. Expression is that's it. actually you said that in German. Good yeah, job. That's the first thing you said, right? Das ist expression. Um, <laughs> I, it's not my style, man. Didn't like it. I totally understand that. But uh, again, I don't watch movies. I'm, no, I'm not going to like. So yeah. But let's get into movies that we. Yeah, Zach, did. that was so negative. Happy, we happy, need to joy, turn it joy, right joy, around. Happy, happy, joy, let's joy. Make, happy, happy, joy, joy. Let's make people smile with like good movies and good memories, and not backhanded compliments, gentlemen. Kent, okay. Start us out this well, time. Well, this is this is all praiseworthy stuff, all praiseworthy. right? You're, I feel like I'm going to bring in the NPR voice real we're gonna quick. We're going to go five to one, stopping for some honorable mentions along the way. Kent, yeah. what's your number five? My number five, this was tough because uh, it wasn't my number five for very long, but I've been thinking about this movie constantly since I saw it, and it's The Banshees of Innocent. Ed Sheeran. The Banshees of Ed Sheeran. I'm Banshees. hearing real good things about this that was, movie. That was one of our most anticipated ones. It was. And you liked it more than I did. Okay. 
I, I liked it. Yeah. I, I didn't love it. I wanted to love it. Give it some time and let it stew. Because I saw this one, I'm like... And I love the director. His name is Martin McDonough. Uh, he also he worked three with... three billboards outside of Yeah, Missouri. and he worked with Brennan Gleeson and Colin Farrell and in Bruges, yeah. right? And so they're amazing together. This one, I'm like, it's not quite as clever because it's not quite as fast-paced. Mm. This is... Um, I'll give the synopsis. Two lifelong friends find themselves at an impasse when one abruptly ends their relationship with alarming consequences for both of them. Yeah. This is 1920s Ireland, and this is a very sleepy story with some darkness and some hilarity in between, which is sounds weird because it's more dark than it is happy. Fantastic performances by everyone involved. Everyone. Everyone involved. I was watching this movie and I was like, I believe this small town exists. Yes. I believe these people exist. Yeah. I, I actually really, really enjoyed it. The dark comedy that's kind of like the underbelly the whole time because mm-hmm. it's a very serious story. Yeah. But some of the things they say and do, you can't help but be like, what? It's so funny. Because it's it's hilarious. Maybe the Darkly best comedy hilarious. of the year, which is weird it because... It did win a Golden Globe for that. Then there's some bloodshed. Right? There's some darkness. There's a lot of darkness, uh, but it's absolutely great. And it really is this story about what it means to be nice, right? Or simple and what it means to think you need to reach your potential. And really, that's really all there is to this simple story. But it's the performances there and the monologues that happen in some of these pubs where you're just like... uh, And I actually felt quite tense during most of this movie because Colin Farrell's character, he's so simple that he just wants to find out why his friend won't hang out with him anymore. Why won't you talk to me? And and his friend says, don't talk to me ever again or there will be consequences. And he won't. We could say it's in the trailer. He yeah. says, if you talk to me again, I'm going to cut off one of my own fingers. Yeah. And Colin Farrell will not let it go. Yeah. And, and you s- want him to, but you, you, want also, to. you also want Brendan Gleeson to realize, yeah. why are you being a jerk? And every scene filmed is like overcast Ireland coast. Yeah, it's beautiful. And so just like we mentioned our vacation show, it's haunting and this movie still haunts me, which makes it my number five. Now, and and Ken, like I said, I really did enjoy this movie, mm-hmm. but to me, it was like a roller coaster that I was going on or, you know, just like an amusement park ride. And all of a sudden it just stopped. And I was like, wait, wait, so what? no, wait, wait. The, the director said, because people are like, oh, why did it end that way? And we're going to leave it pretty vague. And he's like, look, that's the last thing we filmed. It was just right for the story. It, it was more of a character-driven story than a plot-driven yeah. story. So I think I gave this one like a 3.5. Okay. So I was like, look, this this is a well-made movie, and I enjoyed it. Yeah. But I didn't love it. I wanted a little I get a that. little something at the end, a little more, maybe a little more explanation. Yeah. So, but I, right. I, I do think people should watch this one. I agree. Um, I mean, it has some Irish swears in it, but mm-hmm. other than that, it's... You can understand them. It's fine. No, it's, it's yeah. But it's otherwise pretty squeaky. Yep. I shouldn't say squeaky. It's otherwise pretty uh, tame. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Joel, number five. Tick, tick, boom. Oh. You guys remember Tick, Tick, Boom? Yeah, from last year, oh, from 2021. I, oh, that's should, really recent. Instantly hey guys, forgot it. I should tell you, my average year for best is 2021. What? Wow. I Apparently, all the worst movies are from the past. <laughs> uh, no, but I chose Tick, Tick, Boom from 2021. Love this movie. Andrew Garfield. Yes. Uh, synopsis. On the cusp of his 30th birthday, a promising young theater composer navigates love, friendship, and the pressures of life as an artist in New York City. It's 30, Directed by uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Oh, I've heard of that guy. Who's, who's that? I don't Wait, know. Wait, has he done anything in the I'm past I'm not sure. Uh, oh, yeah. no. He did In the Heights. Oh, okay. Yeah. $96,000. It's been a while. Usually he's in the news about every month, but we haven't heard about him for no, a, while. Been a while. He took a break, as I suggested. But this, this, is, based on a, <laughs> this is based on a true story about uh, uh, the person who, who created Rent. Mm. And I've never seen Rent. And I don't really know this guy's story. I didn't know his story going into it, which made the better, ending I think. so much more powerful. Yeah. 
But as a creative person, Tick, Tick, Boom kind of stressed me out. Yeah. Because I started to empathize with Jonathan Larson's the guy and he's portraying, as Andrew Garfield's portraying. But he's trying to finish this musical in time and it's just not coming. And I just felt so much pressure like he did, even though I'm not obviously not doing anything but watching a movie. But I was completely engaged the entire time. And I was even surprised a few times. And the way they filmed it. The, the visual effects, mm-hmm. the editing, the, the, the everything about the cinematography. The simple stage performances. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they blend fantasy and reality in this way that it was just magical to me that I was like, I'm loving the whole creative aspect of this movie. So even if you haven't seen Rent, that, uh, I recommend watch watching Tick, 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 Boom. Yeah. yeah, that diner scene is like a who's who of Broadway yeah. cameos. Yeah. I recognize two of them. And uh, that one song that like... I feel bad at that. You feel bad about what we feel about something. Thing of it. That's a good song. Therapy. Yeah, yep. that was mm-hmm. Lin Manuel's best song right there. Zach yeah. sing it. Ninety six thousand dollars. <laughs> so memorable. Yes. Tick but tick boom. Joel, you're right. That was in my top five last year, I believe. Love yeah. It. And this was on Netflix, so it like barely made any money. But mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this bomb. They went, oh no, it was just streaming. All right, Kent. A woman staying at an Airbnb discovers that the house she has rented is not what it seems. My number four is Barbarian. We're titled. You're not going to spoil it, right? No. No, that's... I'm going to leave it... Don't spoil it. Joel. Emily told me not to even get the plot synopsis. Oh, that's... Oh, and it's an Airbnb nightmare. That's what I wrote in my review, and I said I'm going to be very cryptic because this the way this movie unfolds is so fun. It's so unpredictable, and I can just give it comparison to other movies. Mm. And this is going to sound weird, but Don't Breathe a little bit. I did enjoy Don't Breathe. And I don't... I'm trying to think of another horror comedy that would fit this really well. I'll just leave it there. Probably about as fun as intense as Don't Breathe. Mm. But what this does... Which was the one about the blind guy. People bring him yes. to the blind guy's house and it goes real And bad. it has some weird moments, much like this movie yeah. as well. But this is a... They envelop the story in such an interesting way. Characters are not what you think, but maybe. And it's just such a fun... Like, it starts off really scary and then it becomes hilarious by the end. But kind of hilarious, like, maybe a little overly bloody. But in a very fun way. And this is Justin Long sense. in this one, right? Yeah, Justin Long is in this one. And Bill Skarsgård. I always get the Skarsgårds confused. And the, the main actor is actress, the Georgina one, Campbell. Or is he yes. the Marvel? He's the, the Pennywise. One. Yeah, he's not the handsome one okay. whatsoever. Oh. Um, oh, come on. Have you seen his face? Would hey, you invite him over for dinner? Don't double down. Alexander Skarsgård. Oh. The Northman. Come on. Yeah, which was almost my top five. Uh, uh, super handsome. But Bill... He's like, can I bring my brother Bill? No, you know what? Uh, we're busy. You, you <laughs> were actually. Why are you continuing to go like, down this? Let's vein? just meet at Golden Corral. Are you reviewing Barbarian or the Skarsgård family? <laughs> Stellan though, Stellan's great. Great hey, actor. He made it for a Skarsgård hearing show. <laughs> hey, you know what Stellan Skarsgård's in? Mamma Mia. He is. That's oh true. boy, that's true. <laughs> Excited about that. But Bill, who oh boy. So scary, Joel. Keep talking about the movie. Anyways, uh, this movie is great. Once again, I'm going to leave it really vague. Uh, this isn't everyone, everyone's cup of tea because it's weird, but it was my kind of weird. It was much like uh, Malignant last year. I also didn't see that one. I love Joel. <laughs> there are good, scary movies out there, <laughs> and you chose to watch I'm waiting what you for chose Clearplay to watch. and VidAngel to get okay, those so ones. So this year, you'll have two very interesting if ones. If Clearplay and VidAngel has them. Mercy. Yeah, so Barbarian. Joel? Your number four. I'm going to continue with the alliteration here. Uh, he said Barbarian. I'm going to say Bo Burnham. Oh. Because I chose Bur- Bo Burnham Inside. Uh, this was Kent's number three pick from yeah. last year. It is rated TVMA for language mm-hmm. and partial nudity. <laughs> uh, but here's the synopsis. A musical comedy special shot and performed by Bo Burnham alone over the course of a very unusual year. Mm-hmm. Now, Kent, 
I don't mean to feed your ego this early in the year. Go on. I don't think your head's going to be able to make it through this season. <laughs> but I listened to your review of this last year. Yeah. I cannot improve on that. Hmm. What you said. I don't remember what I said. You, you said you, you gave so many good details and gave such a good synopsis. That I was like, I can't I can't compete with that. Yeah. So all I'm going to say is that Bo Burnham was way more productive during the pandemic than I was. Truly. Uh, the, the mental decline yes. that he shows because on camera. He, he's sitting there like, oh, I'm going to be funny. But then you, he shows himself being vulnerable. Yeah. And it's like, are you OK, guy? Are you are you are you OK? Yeah. And then the end of the movie. But then all of a sudden, so yeah. well. but then all of a sudden, like, OK, so here's the thing. If you watch more than 30 minutes of this of this special, you'll probably end up enjoying it mm-hmm. because this is one will make you laugh out loud and gasp and then just sit in quiet contemplation like it's got layers to it. I got emotional at, at certain parts. Same. And then it, I wish he wasn't as vulgar as he is because he does tend to be. Yeah. But he's very talented, very talented. And I would have honestly probably given this four stars just for white women's Instagram the song yeah. because that alone maybe maybe just guffaw with laughter yeah but overall this was a highly recommend i highly recommend this watching this movie uh with the with vid angel or clear play because it does that you know, makes sense got some swears yeah but it was highly entertaining bo burnham inside that's a great pick thank you well you chose it obviously yeah, so very smart like Joel. <laughs> thanks for having my pick kent your number three coke coke zero yeah. that's right that came out last year I totally forgot uh, the Batman came out vengeance. last year. Well, look, we tried to forget most superhero movies last year. A vengeance. And I don't want to call it the shining star because it's the opposite of shining or star. It's darkness. This is a movie about darkness and vengeance. Darkness and, and redness. In darkness. And redness. Yeah. If people don't know, when a sadistic serial killer begins murdering key political figures in Gotham, Batman is forced to investigate the city's hidden corruption and question his family's involvement. This is directed by Matt Reeves, uh, starring Robert Pattinson, has Zoe Kravitz, Colin Farrell. Hey, Matt Reeves, he did the monkey movies, right? Yeah, the monkey movies. Two of them. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, we're the monkey's head. I think that was the monkey's Oh, I hated movie. that movie. It's horrible. Anyways, the Batman was the standout in a bad year for cape flicks. Um, and cape that's, flicks? We're calling them cape flicks I call flicks them cape now? flicks because I feel like it's condescending. So that's what I'm going to go with. Because Kent is condescending? A little bit. Yeah. Kent is condescending. Kate. Hashtag Kent is condescending. Let's make that happen, folks. Condescending with a K, too, because it makes it sound better. <laughs> but no, I actually really enjoyed Batman. I saw it three times in the theater, which the is crazy. Batman. The Batman. Because it was, it's a very long movie. Why do they do that, by the way? The Batman. The Suicide Squad. What was the one you just talked about? Well, the, because, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, I think they were struggling, right? Maybe because there's already Have they Batman. forgotten to write the number two? <laughs> Well, this isn't the Batman 2. That's true. But yeah, Suicide Squad for God. The other Batman. Yeah, the the younger, leaner, vulnerable Batman. The moody Batman. Vulnerable? Yeah, I would say it's a little vulnerable. This is one where people kind of ripped apart Robert Pattinson for his portrayal of Bruce Wayne. But this movie is not not meant to say, oh, here's the two layers of Batman. It's like, this guy's got some issues. He's like, he's more Batman than he is Bruce Wayne. The thing is, you, you can see his face is like explosion proof. I mean, yeah. Oh, uh, backhand a couple of minutes. What's going on, Zach? Can I get a buzz? Plot hole. I just saying that's really nitpicky for a super long movie. Well, and honestly, <laughs> you mean the other flaws. No, okay. but Zach, you bring you bring up a good point. I think one of the reasons I have not gone back to this is the runtime. Yeah, it really is. I think a detriment to this. Isn't movie. it crazy? Like twenty twenty two is the year of long movies where they were like Whoa. cut a half hour. We're good. I blame Snyder. No. He was the, that's no, a gift. That's no, a gift. No, Joel. Kent, I'm Joel. Kent. You won me with Bo Burnham. <laughs> but would you listen to what I'm saying here? Fine. Imagine Zack Snyder gave the world a gift. Uh-huh. And everyone went, that's a great gift right there. Yeah. We're going to knock that off, but not do it as well. Sweet. You're saying that uh, Zack Snyder. His four hour movie. James Cameron. 
his foot. Well, no, James Cameron has his own three-hour movies way yeah, back in the nineties. Yeah, but I, I think that Zack Snyder pulled off a four-hour movie that people praised. Everyone's like, "Oh, people like long movies. Let's mm. just keep at. Let's not was cut it, anything." Was it Snyder or Endgame? Mm. No, because Endgame was a culmination movie. These are standalones that are this long. Okay, I get what you're saying, but immediately from the get-go, the intro of this, where you have the Riddler being darker than he's ever been, and there's that murder scene. And then the next part where Batman does the whole long Halloween monologue, and you see the thugs seeing the bat signal and being scared. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that hasn't been done for a while. And then 15 minutes later, Batman comes out of the dark hallway. Yeah, exactly. Uh, But I love the performances in this one. I I would like to see where it goes. This will be the one DC franchise that I could support, I think, at this point. Joker. You could do Joker, right? Yeah. It's got whatever that, whatever that series is at this yeah. point. Yeah. But yeah, the Batman is not as high as I thought it would have been at the beginning of last year, but still, number three. Okay. I loved it. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I didn't love it. Liked Watched it. it again at Halloween, and so that was it a seemed great like Halloween like movie. You mentioned that was a good Halloween movie. That was movie, the third I think, time hey, I've that, seen that's it. What I, that could have helped your Halloween, what I should have watched. You should have. Uh, uh, and it was a great time to watch it. Um, I, I will probably do that. And Paul Every Dano year. in that interrogation scene. Yeah. So good. That that scene is... Better is, than Heath Ledger in his interrogation scene? I put them up against each other for different yeah. reasons. Yeah. Different kind of scenes. Yes. I mean, because hot take, like uh, Christian Bale is the worst part of his own franchise. Like he is... As not, Batman. He, he is a not a very good Batman. Hey, hold on real quick. In but. good movies. Whereas I think Robert Pattinson is a, is a standout Batman in his own movie. Just saying. We'll save it. We'll save it. We'll save it. We'll save it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joel, number three. Uh, I'm just going to continue to copy Kent from last year. From last year. Last year, because my number three is Coda. Oh, oh! That's the appropriate reaction for the movie Coda. This I'm making your, heart hands right now. This was your now. number two last I year. I cried yeah. at the trailer twice. Uh, so I can't watch this movie. Watch the movie. I'm going to read the synopsis uh, as as a Coda, child of deaf adults. Ruby is the only hearing person in her deaf family. When the family's fishing business is threatened, Ruby finds herself torn between pursuing her passion at Berklee College of Music and her fear of abandoning her parents. And uh, Amelia Jones is that the yes. main girl's name? Wonderful actress. Absolutely. I, I hope to see her do more mm-hmm. because she was fantastic. I love Marley Matlin too. Yeah. Um, who played the dad? Yeah, he actually won the uh, Best Sporting Actor. Troy, Troy Coetzer. Yeah, that's it. Um, he was like a revelation. Is like, man, he's really funny. And like, it's like dirty sign yeah. language. I was going to say, this is PG-13. Yeah. But it's just like there's there's some stuff in there that I was like, whoa. Yeah. That's kind of funny for uh, to see a person sign. That's so endearing. It is. This This is... I expected to like this movie and I was not disappointed. Like, I think each member of the cast is pulling their own weight and you do like we, Zach, you mentioned you cry and the, and Kent, you mentioned you cried twice. This movie also makes you laugh though. And that's mm-hmm. why I think I liked it so much because I was feeling these real emotions. I, I thought the the, oh, the music like, teacher. Yes. Did you love him? Eugenio Derbez. That's yes. his name. Um, him as the music teacher. I, I And Daniel Durant is the brother. I feel like they're, they're overlooked and everyone else. Yeah. But they, if, if they weren't in this movie with these other people, they would have been standout performances. Really? There's so many standout performances in here. This could have been melodramatic. This could have been sappy. This could have been preachy. But instead, it's this realistic, emotional ride that I got to the end and I went, you know what? Life is good. Mm-hmm. And people are good. And I love feeling like that at the end of movies, even though there's some serious drama happening. But yeah. there's some very touching moments and wonderful uh, uh, film choices, too, where like, I don't want to spoil it. But there's a part that happened, and I was disappointed for a moment. Hmm. 
until I realized what they were doing and why they wanted to disappoint you. Oh, I, I know you. what you're saying. Yes. And I went, wow, that is a fantastic uh, choice there. Uh, uh, Sean, Peter? Yes. Yeah. So that's the director. So yeah, Coda, C-O-D-A. You can find it on Apple TV Plus if you want to join the cult of Apple, but it is actually really good. Now, Kent, you're number two. Highway to the danger zone again. Yeah. You're number two? Number two. You've glowed about this movie. Yeah, Top Gun Maverick. Well, it's awesome. (laughs) Uh, You know what? Zach just said it all. That's a review. Uh, I took Zach to this screening, and I don't think our expectations were... Like, we heard a little bit of buzz, but, uh, you know, Joel, we talked about this one for nearly a year because it was delayed a year, and we're like... Why does anyone care about a 35-year sequel? Another Lego sequel is probably going to ruin the franchise. We talked about that. And and I know you really like the first one. I I, I think it's like a decent montage 80s movie. It's it's the Rocky IV. It's that same thing where it's like, this is so much fun. Yeah. But then this movie comes out, and guess what? The story's not much different. No. But everything about it is just magnified. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because we like Maverick. And we want him to succeed, and he's older. And I went to Maverick earlier this this day. I see, I, <laughs> I love it every day. Oh, that's but, why you like this movie. <laughs> you have a nitro card. <laughs> yeah, that's why I sponsored. But no, just kidding. It totally worked. Yeah, and the angst was right. And granted, this is one of those the new class sort of movies. Uh, and granted, a lot of people are very one dimensional, but the main crew there totally works. Yeah, and the couldn't action, tell you one of their names, but uh, I like Hangman. I like, and I like Maverick and Rooster. It's Bob. Yeah, and then Bob. But they have everything. They have the, the beach scene once again. With that really confusing football game. It's Yeah, it's fine. It's, yeah, offensive, offensive, defense, defense, it's, it's an excuse. How is that possible? Listen, we saw Miles Teller's abs, didn't we? In slow motion. I don't worry about it right now. <laughs> <laughs> but then the effects were just incredible. This is an IMAX movie. I think this one played in theaters for about seven months because people kept wanting to go see it. Yes. This one was a phenomenon, and I think truly the reason to go to movie theaters this year. For sure. Oh, yeah. Even even more than the, the movie that's now made more money, Top Gun Maverick is the you movie You don't want to movies. say the name of that other movie? We all say He's it. He's waiting for number one. Oh. So Top Gun Maverick, I think people will probably put it as their number one, probably for the calendar year. So help me, Kent. If you put Way of Water so, ahead of Tom Cruise, um, I will throw something at you. Joel, what's hey, your number two? I so, will literally throw something at you, Joel, Ken. Wait, would you really? Yes. You, if you on. put Way of Water Zach, ahead of Top I, I Gun Maverick, out I will Joel throw mentions. something what's, at you. What's your number so, two? Uh, I can tell you what his number two is because he's followed my uh, my list last year. So his number two would have been my last year's number one, which is Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah. Oh, no, that didn't make it. <laughs> no, he saw it last year. No, yeah. no, but I am going to echo. Sorry, Ken. I am completely copying your list. Go on. Because my number two is Weird, the Al Yankovic story. <laughs> of course it uh, is. Wait, wait, wait. Number two? Number two. What? Because uh, this isn't number one. So <laughs> that's, we're having surprises at each other. Okay. Uh, so weird, young, epic story. Synopsis explores every facet of. I can't read this with a straight face. No, you can. <laughs> Explores every facet of Yankovic's life, from his meteoric rise to fame with early hits like Eat It and Like a Surgeon to his torrid celebrity love affairs and famously depraved lifestyle. Oh, man. <laughs> so bizarre. With Daniel Radcliffe playing Weird Al Yankovic, and then you get Evan Rachel Wood as uh, Madonna. This uh, came out on the Roku channel. <laughs> And it's a TV 14 that like I, my kids can probably watch. It's about the same as UHF and that yeah. level of what they're going to do. But this movie is completely ridiculous. And I absolutely loved it. I absolutely Pitch loved perfect it. perfect in every way. This, this movie feels like, and I don't mean this 
as condescending as it sounds. It feels like it was made for you. Like as much as I know you and yeah. your brand of humor and, and how much you like Weird Al, yeah. I was like, Joel is loving this. The, the pool was party like, was probably my favorite I scene. Love that part next That's, to the very end well, of the movie. The but I was cameras. I was hesitant. Uh, to, with this movie at first I'm like why is Harry Potter playing Weird Al Yankovic well this is weird yeah and then I suddenly realized what they were doing at the movie and I went oh I get it they this they know the joke here and the joke is Weird Al Yankovic has lived a, lived a completely normal life he loved his parents they got along great he has he been this kind nice guy he's he's been kind of a nerd but also really nice and everyone likes him but, but they he, turn him into this hedonistic rock star but where hedonism is going to polka parties yes you know <laughs> But I, I have to say, if you if you don't know uh, the story of Weird Al's, Weird Al's life, you should know this movie is one hundred percent accurate about his life. <laughs> and and Daniel Radcliffe is swinging for the fences he in his portrayal here, like he's deadpan humor the entire time. And I honestly have not laughed at a movie as much as I have this movie in a long time. Mm-hmm. This one, I was guffawing. I, I found all the Easter egg and and in references and could not stop smirking the entire time. I know this. This is why it's number two, Kent. Okay. I know not everyone is a fan of Weird Al Yankovic. Sure. Sadly, my um, 10-year-old daughter. Disowned. She, she Disowned hates. now. Yes. She told me she does not like Weird Al Yankovic, and we're having serious discussions about her future in our family. I don't wow. either. Once again, I'm getting kicked off the show. Yes. Like, I'm not, a, I'm not a big fan. Yeah. But this movie is fun. It is a fun movie. Even if you don't like him, I think you can find some enjoyment in it. I wish it was an hour long. I wish. Yeah. It, I, I wish it wasn't on the Roku channel. <laughs> But I did definitely get an. I, I logged into Roku channel for the first time ever just so I could watch it. And How I often? You and every other person who saw <laughs> yeah. this. And movie. then you soon deleted the channel soon after. How much of a rewatch is this? Once a year, once every two years? I think this is probably like a UHF situation where I'm like, you know, every time when I need a good laugh, I'm going to throw this on. Okay. It's going to be a comfort so. food thing for you. Yeah. Have you, is there a way to buy it or is it just stuck on this I channel? I don't know because I want to buy it. Yeah, just I want to hate it on the streaming. Story. They need to make physical copies. Right. They do. They really do. All right. All right. Let's talk about some honorable mentions, gentlemen. My honorable mentions are The Northman or Northman. Uh, it's really Northman. Ale- ah! Alexander Skarsgård. I uh, this there's a lot Skarsgård. of barking in this movie and like and like a nude Willem Dafoe and it's <laughs> That that all Much, seems like is there any, the is there any other kind? There's like <laughs> that all seems like a bad thing, but it, it all equals really good movie. It's drenched in mythology, yeah, and it makes it very artistic. It's the Robert Northman. Eggers, and it's it's so cool to watch. It's probably one to two time watch tops. I have recommended this movie to a lot of a I don't know a certain type of person. Yeah, I, not not to say that it's like a stereotype or something, but you know it is kind of a a really interesting. It's, if, you, if you want to shave the sides of your head and mm-hmm. go with the Viking look, you got to watch this movie. It's Hamlet with war paint. Yeah, essentially, isn't the um, character's name? Am- Amleth. Amleth. Yes. It's Hamlet. Uh, this is apparently the story that, sorry, we're talking about honorable mentions way too much. The fable is what Shakespeare based Hamlet off of. All right. Nice. Yes. What he, he saw this movie in 2022. Sure. He based, yeah. <laughs> uh, Elvis. That was fun. Except for Tom Hanks. Huge surprise. Tom Hanks is the worst. That, that was the stumbling block that kept yeah. us on my list because I really liked it. But that Austin movie. Butler did great so much that he became Elvis in real life, I feel he like. May, he may well, have, I'm just saying he's talking he may have been possessed by the like spirit his, of Elvis. His method acting is like, he's really pushing it yeah. a little bit. See so how long you ride that pony. Uh, weird. He's in my honorable mentions. Aww. I thought it was great. You're my favorite Kent. <laughs> it's, it's it's, I have to because it's, your list. And also I have to make up for the fact that my number one is another movie. Uh, Cha-Cha Real Smooth. Bullet Train. Cha-Cha-Rolls. Bullet Train made your own mentions. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Bullet Train. Crazy. That's Brad Pitt. Yes. That was like a, a really crazy roller coaster that went on a little too long for me. Yep. Much like every movie in 2022. Mm-hmm. Decision to Leave. 
which is a uh, Korean. Is that, oh, Matthew McConaughey, just Sergeant Parker? No. <laughs> oh. And my last honorable mention is Avatar The Way of Water. As an honorable Are you mention, okay? Are you okay? Uh, I just changed it out so I wouldn't get hurt. Joel, you're being an anti- I didn't say I'd throw like, hard things at you. I have rappers here. Oh, okay. You're being a hipster, Joel. An anti-hipster or something. No. I'm sorry. No. Have you seen it in theaters yet? What? Avatar. No, but I'm planning. I'm, I'm, I, I, I think I might go. So you can see it one time, and then in 13 years, when the next movie comes out, go, oh, I saw that in the theater. I'm, I'm just going to wait until the next one comes out. Well, and they'll re-release the question it. is, do I want to go see Avatar The Way of Water, or I just want to go to like Disneyland and see a 4D movie and have the same exact experience? <laughs> but it's same three exact, hours and 20 minutes, It's the Joel. same exact story depth. <laughs> oh, man. All right. It's beautiful. My honorable mentions, by the way, uh, 42. The 2019, Jackie Robinson. That was actually really good. Harrison Ford's like, in this I, movie. I don't like sports, but that. Well, I shouldn't well, say that. I am not good at sports, but this once again proves that baseball movies are baseball the best sports movies out there. Movies yeah. are the better than the actual sport. Yeah, a Stop Christmas, that. a Christmas Carol, 1984, with George C. Scott. Watched it for the first time. First time, me too. It, it's, yeah, in my it's pantheon really of great Christmas Carol adaptations. I, it, it, I think will be my de facto Christmas Carol. I really do enjoy it. And that. it's a made-for-TV version too, which is weird. Crazy. That is. The Remains of the Day, 1993. What? Yeah, with Anthony Hopkins and Emma Thompson. Wow. So good. It was real good. Okay. Uh, the Longest Day, classic horror, yep. uh, horror, not horror, war movie from 1962. The Horrors of War. The Adam Project. I mean, I disagree. Ken, I know you're going to disagree with this because it's got Ryan Reynolds in it. Oh, is it, what? It, it didn't make honorable mention. It's bad. But I actually I enjoyed the concept a lot, and I, I thought I get that. there was fun stuff in it. Uh, the Adventures of Robin Hood, 1938. Errol Flynn? Errol, Errol Flynn. Flynn. Classic. Okay. That was fun to watch. The first time I ever saw it. The Straight Story. Remember that? Uh, David Lynch. Oh, so you're redeeming the facts. And The Elephant Man. Movie. Two David Lynch movies made by wow. mentions. Okay. And in fact, if you want to see my full top 10, you can go to the former 786.blogspot.com. Worth it every year. I upload the one once host. a year <laughs> on my blog. It. Click the links. Uh, it's great. But yeah, that's, that's there. And then uh, Emma as well. Emma period. As okay. well. I, I really like yeah, the, costu- the, yes. the costumes in that were a lot of fun. It's the same story I've seen before, but it's fun. Always fun to watch an Emma adaptation. And for your number one, Kent, what do you have? As soon as I say this, Joel's going to say, oh, yeah. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Oh, nice. yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Was this a big surprise? Yeah, uh, I guess. The big th- surprise by how much yeah, I love it? This, that's what I was going to say. Okay. Once again, I liked it. I didn't love it. Yeah. Because you watched this, what, a week and a half ago? Yeah, over yeah. The break. it's still fresh on my mind. Yeah. But it, so, it, was, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I do like this one. An aging Chinese immigrant is swept up in an insane av- adventure in which she alone can save the world by exploring other universes, connecting with the lives she could have led. This uh, is directed by the Daniels. They did Swiss Army Man, which is a weird movie. Yeah, would and you recommend guys, watching that one? It's a really sweet story, but it's not for everybody. Okay. <sighs> we'll talk later. Anyways, this stars Michelle Yao. Uh, Ki Hoi Kwan from um, Short Round. Yeah, he plays Short Round. Yeah, um, or uh, Data from Goonies. Yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis. This movie is, and by the way, it's a multiverse movie. If you didn't yes. get that from the synopsis, which it's the year's best multiverse movie. Oh, by far, because the other one is just like a two verse movie, and there's pizza balls in it. It's stupid. <laughs> uh, anyways, this is a movie where it feels it, it is an independent movie, which made a significant amount of money for A twenty four. But the concepts are so big, and the effects actually look really cool mm-hmm. that it feels bigger than I think it. they even meant it to be. Uh, once again, this is a 2022 movie, so it's about 25 minutes too long. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's probably that and some like 
there's so many jokes in this movie and visual references that they could uh, they could stop beating the dead horse. I would say. I feel like they hit the shock button a little too much. Okay. Where, like that was their kind of like okay uh, shock button, and then but their shock button is also muted because they're like, hey, this is gonna be crazy, and they're like, imagine that now for the next five minutes during yes. this fight scene. But certain things, I was like, yeah, you hit that joke. A little too and, many And times. so that's the thing. It does play a little bit too adult, even in scenes where there's kung fu. And yes. this is an action movie. Yeah. Michelle Yao is it, so good. It's a family movie at its core, but it's built around action. And yes. Michelle Yao, she, I believe she has a very good chance of winning the Oscar for this one, which is weird. The Oscar? Possibly. You think? It's between she and Kate Blanchett. For Yar? Tar? Yar. 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 <laughs> I mean, the way it's written, yeah. it's Yar. But no, I absolutely love this movie. And just like the fanny pack fight that begins this movie. It's a little bit like Edgar Wright where it's like, I don't know if I love this. And then 20 minutes in, all of a sudden it hits and you get what the movie's doing. And I think more so than how fun it is to watch, which by the way, I did laugh cry for two solid minutes about a Pixar reference in this movie. That <laughs> laugh was funny. cried in the theater. That was funny. But, that was so funny. But even beyond that, there's a really sweet story about family. There is. And it's just... Overly, I mean, it gets very emotional, especially at the end where it gets kind of like a delayed ending. Yeah. But I, I just think it's so darn creative. I, and when I, I got, see more movies like this. When I got to the end, I remember my thought was, what did I just watch? Mm-hmm. But I enjoyed most of it. Yeah. Like I was like, I don't know what I don't know what it was, but I enjoyed a lot of that. Yeah. And, and the concept is, you know, like the multiverse. It's uh, sliding doors. If you watch the old Gwyneth Paltrow wow. movie. Yeah. I'm going to use that. I own that one. Where every, oh, see. Mm-hmm. But every choice you make creates a different version of you. And for this version of Michelle Yao's character, she's made a lot of bad choices. But yet, she may be the chosen one. Absolutely in love with this movie. So, Joel, what do you got? Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Stop. Uh, Without the. Yeah. No, it's the new one. I loved it. Uh, no. Minor one shouldn't be a surprise, Kent. Come on. I'm the Mr. Predictable here. What, what, what movie have I not mentioned? Oh, he hasn't mentioned Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun Maverick. Okay. Uh, Top Gun Maverick was the movie that I went, this is why I go to movie theaters. Mm-hmm. This is why I, I go and enjoy these movies. I was worried. Because when you saw this, you're like, I think I might still like the first one more. I, and to me, that meant, you know, I'm black and white, right? Right. Where I'm like, oh, that means he hated it. <laughs> no, I, I do think this one obviously is building on the foundation of the sure. original movie. But I called this movie the perfect wingman for the original. All right. They are flying almost side by side. Top Gun's still a little bit ahead only, be, mm, okay. only because of its legacy. Sure. We got to watch here in a couple of years, you know, like a decade or two and see if this still. Well, this one actually has a love story, right? That works. The first movie does not have a love story. It it's my breath away. It's weird, Joel. And it's got the center tooth. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> but I, I feel like this, I mean, the action sequences of them actually yeah. being in planes was, you could tell. And there's some, there's some sort of reaction you have to seeing something real on the screen and being like, that's not CGI. Mm-hmm. They're doing something real there. And then as I learned about how they filmed it, I was like, that is insane how much they went through to do this. Yeah. But the story is standard. It that's is. fine. But that's part of what makes it great because it's this throwback to these 80s action movies and popcorn flicks where you're just like, I'm just here to have a good time. Mm-hmm. And I thoroughly enjoyed that. So I think Top Gun Maverick was what kind of made me go, you know what? This year is not completely unsolvable. It's salvageable. Well, and that was middle of the year. And I think we hoped that there would be more movies like that, but there mm-hmm. just weren't. No. Uh, but I think this is the one movie that's united everyone. No matter what demographic you're in, even if you're like an elitist critic or an audience member or male, female, parent, 
you know, kid, whatever. I yeah. think this is a movie for you. I, d- I brought my parents to this one. Yeah. I took my kids to this one. Like this is a this is a movie. Like you said, everyone can watch together. I wish, I wish I can go back in time to whenever we started talking about this movie, uh-huh. and I was so concerned. I just want to give myself a hug and say, shh, 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 shh. it's going to be, be okay. okay. You're going to enjoy this. This Try is going to be the pinnacle about it right of now. this yeah. type of movie. There will never be a sequel decades later as good as this movie. Hey, hey. I agree. Trust Tom Cruise. I may regret that, but trust, trust Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise's movie choices. Yes. <laughs> okay. Thank <laughs> you so much. Yeah. Saved. There we go. So there you go. Yeah. Fantastic. That, now, let's, do you want to run through these real quick? Well, uh, I'll just give you a couple of mine. I oh, know yes, you're all please. on the edge of your seats. <laughs> yes. You guys didn't mention Encanto. <sighs> is that the one where the villain is actually family uh, drama? Yeah, generational, generational trauma. Yeah yeah, trauma. Yeah, 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 yeah. I watched Nightmare Alley. This year, it yeah. came out in 2021. That was on my list last year. Uh, really liked it. Yeah, um, I need to watch that one. The Batman, Coke, obviously. Coke Zero. Uh, I will. Say, we talked about it earlier. Too much. I will second the Northman. Uh, but Top Gun Maverick. Top yeah. Gun Maverick's the movie of the year. It's so good. No, yeah. I, I and I haven't seen Avatar. And I'm not probably not gonna because it's too long and my baby needs to take a nap. Are you talking <laughs> about taking a nap in the movie? Wait, are you talking about your wife or your actual baby? I didn't my, know the, the the baby, the infant. But there you go. Let us know. Some of you already have on, on Twitter. Yes. Uh, but let us know your top five and bottom five of either movies that were released yes. last year or movies that you watched last year. Whichever rules you want to follow, that's perfectly fine. Joel, what would you like to hear again? Uh, well, actually, yeah. The top, a, bottom? Let's give a run through of all of them. All so, of them. Starting from the, the least bad to the worst bad. I'm know. confused. All right. Kent, your list is as follows. You did not like Texas Chainsaw Massacre? No, the Deep Water. Pinocchio, Thor, Love and Thunder, and worst of all, The Bubble. The worst. Joel, you didn't like Super Troopers, <laughs> Eraserhead, yep. Scary Movie, Seed of Chucky, and Book of Shadows, Blair Witch 2. <laughs> he if hated I, the year 2001. If I ever... Except for, except for the first one, Super Troopers. If I ever uh, pass away and go to a, a burning fiery place mm-hmm. i would just be watching joel's five movies on repeat <laughs> pretty sure so bad and then let's talk good movies kent had the banshees of Sharon, barbarian the batman top gun maverick and everything everywhere all at once yep joel had tick tick boom bo burnham's inside coda weird the al yankovic story and top gun maverick i want to point out i want to point out i had yes. two from this year oh that is a record for you Thank that you may, for following the record. rules. I'll have to check. I'll have to check the tape, but that, I think that's yeah. a record for me for two from this year. We'll see. Uh, impressive. Nice work. Yes. Once again, let us know. We want to hear from you because we're back. We're back. It's season nine, and we're back, and we want to hear from you on all our social media channels. But before we go, we'd like to give some love to our patrons here at the beginning of 2023, including the I Am the Listener tier, which includes Sir and Madam Hicks, Scott Sprague, Ryan and Marley, Rocky and Steph, Lady Terry A. Findlay, Juice the Cooler King Swallow. Jennifer Kukowski, Debbie Foster, Dave Kelly, Casey Cummings, Braden Winterton, Angela Plotz, Alicia Bass, and Adam and Rachel Crump. And then we have our Bacon Council, which includes the other Josh, the one, the only Chris Anderson, Stephen, everyone's favorite Ross, Star Wars expert Kyler, our favorite couple, the Madsons, Nicole Deke Hale, Johnny English the Brick, Her Royal Highness Jessica Terry, Glow Clint Daniel, and Bicker! Thank you, patrons. Thank you, patrons. You are the everything to our everywhere all at once. Uh, that actually kind of worked. Kind of did. 
but if you want to find me, you can find me at 76Joel on Twitter, or you can find me performing with QuickWits. They perform at the Midville Performing Arts Center. For more details, go to qwcomedy.com or go to the QuickWits Facebook page. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Kenny3DD. You can read my movie reviews at ShowtimeShowdown.com. If you'd like to connect with me, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram. That's at TumblingMustard. But more importantly, make sure you're following Bacon Sale. Go ahead and like that Facebook page and then reach out to us, follow us, interact, maybe especially on Instagram at Bacon Sale, Instagram and Twitter. While you're doing that, stop by tpublic.com slash bacon sale where you can get yourself some merch. Uh, honestly, billboards for bacon sale are great. And I have it on good authority that the pillows are good that I've been. You know, All right. Nice. Perfect. Always wondered. Apparently, they're really good. And then if you like the show, you like what's going on here, and you want to support us further, visit patreon.com slash bacon sale, where support starts at just $3 a month. You can get access to all sorts of fun things. But the big highlight, honestly, is the basically extra show that we do every week. Indeed. Bacon that is much less planned. With a P. Maybe more fun. Generally chaotic. Yeah. Patreon.com slash bacon sale. So until next time, guys... Do you think we're actually going to do a Skarsgård ranking episode this year? I say nine. And uh, we don't really want to thank you for listening to the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> My brain was talking. Yeah, autopilot. Yeah. Okay. How dare you? We can say family friendly. Are we just saying directions now at this point? Basically. <laughs> okay. Starboard. No. No. That's that's dirty. Yep. It's got an audience. No. Um, yeah. An audience of like vitamin deficient cave dwellers. I think everyone who told me Super Troopers was funny should be arrested and thrown in jail. This movie committed aggravated assault on my brain. But no, this. he didn't bring the sexy back to Texas Chainsaw. If you're an out there film student, you probably also like Tree of Life. I saw this when I was uh, perverted back in the day. And, uh, <laughs> back in the day? <laughs> oh, that was Maz Kanata in Star Wars. You wish it was a little better? Don't make the mistake, Joel did, kids. It's the he's, yin he's to he's Black Adam's yin. German expressionism. Expressionalism. expressionism. That's actually, you said that in German. Good yeah, job. That's the first thing you said, right? Das ist expression. Yeah, he's not the handsome one whatsoever. Oh. Um, Oh, come on. Have you seen his face? Would you hey, invite him over for dinner? Don't devil down. Oh. Are you reviewing Barbarian or the Skarsgård family? <laughs> Save it for Lord. our Skarsgård cheering show. <laughs> Condescending with K, too, because it makes it sound better. There's a lot Skarsgård. of barking in this movie and like and like a nude Willem Dafoe. Aww. I thought it was great. You're my favorite, Ken. Trust Tom Cruise. Mm, I may regret that, but trust, trust Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise's movie choices. Where in the jungle, baby? You're gonna die! Too long, and my baby needs to take a nap. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be okay. okay.